Hello, hello. I'm in here by myself. Jody went out to get ice. Here she comes. This little buzz ball is kicking my ass. I've only had half of it. I started recording already. We need to test your mic too, just in case. Hello, hello. What did you? That's what you do. <laughs> it looks good to me. <laughs> you are just like me. I do that all the time. I'm like, why am I in here? Oh, yeah. And then I go back and I'm like, wait, what was I doing? <laughs> I do that too. I do that too. I literally did that earlier today. Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a stupid joke. It's a little long, so bear with me. Okay. A woman awakes in the middle of the night to find her husband not in bed. She puts on her robe and goes downstairs to look for him. She finds him sitting in the kitchen with a cup of hot cocoa in front of him. He appears to be in deep thought, just staring at the wall. She watches as he wipes away a tear from his eye. What's the matter, dear? She whispers as she steps into the room. Why are you down here at this time of night? The husband looks up from his drink. It's the 20th anniversary of the day we met. She can't believe he is remembered and starts to tear up. The husband continues. Do you remember 20 years ago when we started dating? I was 18 and you were only 15, he said solemnly. Once again, the wife is touched to tears thinking that her husband is so caring and sensitive. <laughs> yes, I do, she replies. The husband pauses. The words were not coming easily. Do you remember when your father caught us in the back seat of my car? Yes, I remember, she said, lowering herself into the chair next to him. The husband continued. Do you remember when he shoved the shotgun in my face and said, either you marry my daughter or I'll make sure you spend the next 20 years in prison? <laughs> I remember that too, she replied softly. He sighed and wiped another tear away from his cheek and said, I would have gotten out today. <laughs> that is so rude. I know. <laughs> it's really funny. It is funny. <laughs> Should have just went to prison. <laughs> yeah, asshole. <laughs> and hopefully she got up and kicked his ass out after that. <laughs> but the joke stopped there. <laughs> okay, I have a couple of different things to start the podcast off with. I got um, some of the funniest answers from Family Feud. Okay. So that's what these are. Uh, first one, question, at what month of pregnancy does a woman begin to look pregnant? Answer, September. <laughs> uh, name an animal with three letters in its name, and I kid you not, he said with full confidence, alligator. Oh my gosh. <laughs> name something that comes from a, uh, comes with a summer storm. Snow. Um, no. <laughs> Name one thing that follows the word pork. Answer, you pine. <laughs> What's 
one of my favorites. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. What does your husband do when he runs out of clean underwear? A. He takes a pair of mine, said by the wife. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, question. Name a famous Willie. Answer. Willie the Pooh. <laughs> Question, name a part of the telephone. Answer, the bottom part. <laughs> Why? I wonder if it's just nerves. I think it has to be. I think some of the, the more ridiculous ones were at the end where they have to answer quickly. Oh. At least I'm hoping that's what happened. <laughs> or maybe when they're doing the buzzer thing and they have to answer quickly. Yeah. <laughs> they just say the first thing that goes in their mind. <laughs> okay question what is something you squeeze answer peanut butter um <laughs> no they no. don't even have squeezed jars of peanut butter i know they? like what is that <laughs> <laughs> okay question a yellow fruit answer orange <laughs> Okay, question. Name a type of bear. Answer, Papa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they live in the forest with Goldilocks, apparently. <laughs> okay, question. Name something you feel before you buy it. Answer, excited. Oh my <laughs> Okay. Question. Name a tradition associated with Christmas. Answer. Hanukkah. Um. <laughs> They're confused. No, that's. Yeah. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Question. Name a city in the state of Georgia. Answer. Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Name a, name a question such as. How old are you that you might answer with a lie? Answer, 18. <laughs> okay. Question, something you make conversation about when you meet a stranger. Answer, mutual friends. <laughs> Question, tell me a man's name that starts with the letter K. Answer, Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay, question. Name something you'd probably never want the police to find in the trunk of your car. Answer, pickles. <laughs> question. Name a noisy bird. Answer, chipmunk. Name a fruit that comes in more than one color. Answer Jello. <laughs> oh my gosh. Name something a rabbit might do in a magician's hat. Answer fly away. Um <laughs> I was gonna say poop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's probably definitely a 
possibility. Uh, name something a doctor might pull out of a person. Answer a gerbil. Ew! <laughs> what have they been doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this next one's great. We asked 100 men which part of your body parts can be, be- can be described as cute as a button. Answer, his penis. <laughs> I don't think that's what they does want. He, no. <laughs> and does he really want someone to think his penis is as cute as a button? <laughs> no. <laughs> that obviously came from a woman. <laughs> Next one, name a part of the body everyone only has one of. Answer, big toe. Oh, <laughs> I must be deformed. I think we all are, right? <laughs> um, and then my last one: name of ki- name a kind of suit that is not appropriate for the office. Answer: chicken noodle. <laughs> I love that one for last. <laughs> Chicken noodle suit. <laughs> now see, those are the Family Feud shows I want to watch. Seriously. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Okay. Oh, these next are um, hilarious names that real people actually have. Oh, okay. So my first one. My ex has a friend named Austin Power. Most people don't believe him when he tells his name. Austin Power. Mm-hmm. I tell you one time, Aaron got this phone call, and he answers, you know, any phone call that he gets, whether he knows who it is or not. And he, he answered, and the lady on the other line was like, is this Austin? He goes, yes, this is Mr. Powers. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're such a dork. <laughs> Now see, I wouldn't be able know, to think that fast. Exactly, it was a, it was like it was immediate. It was fantastic. <laughs> and then later on, I'll be thinking about it and, yeah. and think of the perfect oh, thing yeah. to say. And you're like, damn it! I know. I do that on the podcast a lot. Oh, do you? I, like re-listen to the episode, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. damn it! I should have said that. I've done that before too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I met a Wanda fight. <laughs> say it fast, and you'll get it. I live in Billings, Montana. There's this family with the last name Billings that decided to name their youngest Montana. So his name is Montana Billings. And he lives in Billings, Montana. Oh my gosh. Next time I had a friend in high school named Clint Torres. <laughs> Teachers oh couldn't keep a straight when they called roll. <laughs> his parents did not call him that. Apparently they did, and that is horrible. That is horrible. Horrible. I wonder when they realized. Probably, like, years later. They're <laughs> probably church people. That don't That's think, what like, I was normal thinking, people. yeah. <laughs> they liked the name Clint. <laughs> I would die if I did something like that. I know. And then, like, it was too late when you figured it out. Oh my God, Clint Torres! <laughs> That's got to be a joke. I hope so. Uh, a friend of a friend from high school was named Blade McDade. It was amazing. <laughs> Blade McDade. 
Okay, this one's great. I work with a lady who married into the Lee family. Her maiden name is Brock, and she hyphenates it. <laughs> she jumping Brock and Lee. <laughs> that is cool. That is cool. I'd be singing all the time. Someone be like saying my name. It's Brock and Lee. <laughs> anyone has any idea i don't know what that means what that know. even means look up dana carvey broccoli song snl you'll get it okay <laughs> when my mom was a drug representative she met a urologist named dr richard chop but everyone called him mr or dr dick chop <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> my mom went to school with a chandelier a friend of my aunt's married a guy named Les Bright. The worst part, he was Les Bright the third. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh, God. A guy at a T-Mobile store gave me his card. I didn't look at it and was about to throw it away when I noticed his name. It was Vanderson Anderson. <laughs> I hung it on the wall by my desk. <laughs> Vanderson? Vanderson I've never Anderson. heard that before. I like it. Yeah. We were going to name Joel Van. Were you? Yeah. That was one of our names. Van or Porter. But we decided uh, He's on a Joel. Joel. He is a Joel. Next one, a neighbor of mine was named Harry Bush. He was an older man, and my mom and I laughed for a solid 20 minutes when we discovered this. <laughs> Harry Bush. That's awful. That is awful. Harold. Please go by Harold. <laughs> What's your name, Harry? What's your last name? Bush. Harry Bush. No. No. <laughs> I would change my name. I would make myself a nickname. And that's what I would be doing. Go by Harold. Well, still people would... They'd probably still call you Harry. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Aww. You'd have to... You go by his middle name, maybe. Yeah. Unless it was something <laughs> worse. <laughs> Oh gosh. Which, when I'm re listening to this, I'll probably come up with something. I know, great. so I'm sitting there trying to think of something. I'm not very good at that, coming no. up with things with, at the top of my head. No. Okay, anyway. I worked at a call center and once talked to a girl named Precious Cox. Oh. She was super nice. I felt bad for laughing. <laughs> she has to get that all the time. Oh, yeah. Precious Cox. Come on. <laughs> I knew a Rostrich. Oh, okay. <laughs> a Rostrich. Wow. Rostrich. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> I worked at a pharmacy and a number of customers with the same first and last name. Michael Michaels, Kim Kim, Richard Richards, Edward Edwards, but the best was Harold Harold. Why would par- like parents? Why? Yeah, they're like lazy. <sighs> I guess. I don't know. When working in a pharmacy, you hear all kinds of names, but I think my favorite will always be Portia Keys. You know her parents did that on purpose. Portia Keys. Her name was Portia, last name Keys. Oh, okay. (laughs) Portia Keys, that's kind of cute. I visited a Dr. Ow, (laughs) spelled (laughs) A-U. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I worked with a guy named Six Seven. What? Six Seven. 
I have never heard a last name of seven. I know. I haven't either. Maybe that's just what he told. I don't know. Weird. Huh. I had an accountant in New York who was named Ronald McDonald. Oh, no. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> My dad's dentist is Dr. Will Hurt. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a dentist, too. That's awful. <laughs> I'd be like, I ain't going to you. <laughs> Went to this. Went to school with a girl named Penny Nichols. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah, my mom had a friend named Candy Kane. Hmm. There's a doctor in my area whose professional name is Doctor Seuss. <laughs> That's great. I think it's a woman too. Pretty sure. Um, and my last one. My mom used to go to an ophthalmologist named Doctor Blinder. Oh no! Not good. Not That's good. another doctor you don't want to go no. to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are mine for the beginning. No. Oh, it means it's my turn. <laughs> All right. So this week I did creepy Korean urban legends. So great. I'm so excited because and these are really creepy. Just like last week, I will not be able oh. to pronounce anything. <laughs> That's so. right. That's okay. <laughs> so this is from Michael Ko. Okay, so the first one, your dead family member appears to you in a dream. I remember watching a Korean TV show where they would talk about hauntings and encounters with the paranormal. These types of shows were popular during the summer because it would scare you into feeling chills or something of that sort, and so you wouldn't feel hot. Oh. During one of the episodes, they had a family where, where they talked about how their grandmother had passed away. The man said he dreamt that his grandmother was beckoning him over while she was waist deep in water. For some reason, he didn't go, and he told his wife. His wife explained that going into the arms of a dead person, in water no less, was a sure sign that your soul was going to be stolen. The husband said he kept having the same dream, and every time he was closer and closer to the grandmother, until one day the family realized that they had, they had kept something of hers. They paid respects to her once more, and the dream stopped. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah. Huh, I wonder how, I wonder if that's the case with, like, you know, some cases of ghosts, where they just need, like, one thing yeah. done. Yeah, but how are you supposed to know? Yeah, well, if people, seriously, if, if people didn't get scared and co- tried to communicate, they might find out. But then you also got to worry about other things coming in that you didn't invite yeah you know so that's yeah crazy though Hmm. okay number two is the virgin ghost stories of virginal ghosts are everywhere in korea they're called konyogwishin i don't know that does not sound right They're found in abandoned buildings, especially in hospitals, schools, bathrooms, cemeteries, and wooded areas. They almost always have long hair covering their faces with sullen features, dressed in white garbs. You will supposedly know when you are in the presence of one, when you feel a sudden change in temperature. The wind changes direction and you feel sudden chills. One story that stuck out to me was a man that lived on the topmost floor of an apartment building. In Korea, there aren't any elevators in older apartment buildings, so you would have to walk all the way up, which usually means that the topmost floor had the cheapest rent, 
and ones being closest to the ground being the most expensive. I think it's different now, but not but don't quote me on that. The man woke up one night to someone knocking on the door. He asked who it was, and a voice said that he should close his eyes and count to a hundred and not make a sound, else he will die. He opened the door, and there was no one there. Being a superstitious man, he closed his eyes and started to count to a hundred in his head. He remained still until he got to 49 and opened his eyes out of curiosity. In front of him was a Konyogwishin staring at him. What is that? I don't know. I wonder... Chonogwishin? Chonyo? I don't know. Sounds scary, whatever it is. I don't want to wake up to anything staring at me. No. Creepy. Number three, the haunted bathroom. No, what the fuck? (laughs) Why bathrooms? Why? I don't know. That is horrible. Probably because that's where, that's like a vulnerable area. Exactly. You're either using the bathroom or you're naked in the shower. Seriously, that's terrible. There's always a mirror in there. Yep. Oh my gosh. My gosh. That mirror story on scared de- to death. Ooh, I thought about you the whole time. I, was I know. To it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> okay, the haunted bathroom. For some reason, Koreans have a lot of stories about haunted schools and especially haunted school bathrooms. Older Korean schools are definitely eerie. Long hallways with dark stairwells, oft times lit half-heartedly with sterile fluorescent lights. Then we come to the bathroom. They are most likely decrepit, old, and dark. One of the stalls towards the back is where a girl killed herself and now haunts it. Girls whisper that the toilet flushes by itself and that the door shuts itself with no wind around. Someone says that if you're alone in the bathroom, you can hear her crying. Someone says that she watches them from the mirror. Oh, God. Another legend talks of a ghost that emerges from the toilet... Oh. And ask you if you will use red or blue toilet paper. What? If you choose red, the ghost will cut you open. Oh. If you choose blue, the ghost will suffocate you. Fantastic. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Oh my gosh. I say, I will use no toilet paper. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I'll just air dry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> number four red pen that's weird yeah (laughs) red pens for as long as i can remember were forbidden in my house my parents told me that writing one's name in red means bad luck or even death red ink is used to write the name of the deceased not the living weird Hmm. never heard that me neither Number five, black market organ donors, and that's in parentheses. Mm. I saw an article passed around from last summer with a screen cap of a K-talk. I don't know what that means. (laughs) It described of cab drivers sedating customers, taking their kidney, and dumping the unconscious body in the middle of a field. Police have downplayed the issue, explaining that it is all a hoax, but it still remains in the back of our minds. Very weird. Sesame seed skin cream. 
This one is new to me, and considering a majority, majority of us have this innate fear of holes in our bodies, this came to be one freaky-ass story. A woman obsessed with beauty asked a healer for a cream that would keep her skin youthful. The healer suggested that the woman try placing sesame seeds on her body and soaking herself in a bath. Huh. Excited, the woman tries this as soon as she gets home. When she doesn't emerge from the bathroom, her mother knocks on the door. I'll be just a minute, the woman cries out from the bathroom. The mother knocks again. The woman says the same thing. Exasperated, her mother opens the door to see the woman picking out the sesame seeds that rooted themselves in her pores. <gasps> Ew! <sighs> oh, God. I don't like that at all. That's yucky. How long was she in the fucking bath? I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Seems like you need a little while to root. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's scary. Number seven, red surgical mask. Plastic surgery is a relatively big thing in Korean culture. The pursuit of beauty and perfection is something that almost everyone in society aims for. The story goes like this. A man is sitting in an empty subway car when a tall, thin woman walks in and sits in front of him. Her hair is dark and long, it covers most of her face, but he can see that she has a red surgical mask on. Thinking nothing of it, he leans back and watches the door close. The man notices her eyes and she catches him staring. He smiles at her. She asks the man, am I pretty? Taken back, the man stammers, yes. She takes her mask off, revealing the rest of her face. There was a gash from ear to ear, her gums, teeth, and ligaments showing. She screams at the man, Am I pretty now? Oh my God. In terror, the man tries to get as far away from the woman as possible. She takes out a scalpel and makes her way to him. When the doors open and the man runs out, sound familiar? That's right. It's very similar to the Japanese urban legend, Kuchisaki Ona. Looks like the urban legend made the jump onto the mainland. That's creepy. Am I pretty now? <laughs> And number eight, cockroach facial mask. No, 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 no. <laughs> a man plagued with acne reads an article online about a new way of cleansing his skin. All he needed to do was catch a cockroach before he went to bed and place it on his pillow. Um. Out of desperation, he followed the instructions, caught a cockroach outside his apartment, and placed the insect on his pillow before he went to bed. When he woke up, the cockroach was gone. He ran to the mirror to see that his acne had cleared up overnight. Completely ecstatic, he got dressed and headed to school. The next morning, he felt itchy, itching and pain on his face. He took a closer look at his skin and found that his pores had been filled with cockroach eggs. <gasps> Disgusting. Ew! <laughs> that's all I got. Oh, that's disgusting. I don't like it. <laughs> Stay I'll just have pimples, thank yeah, you. Yeah, just stay ugly. They'll go away on their own. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, I was looking up my stories this week. And I came across... Uh, I was looking on Ranker. And I came across a an article about... It said the most terrifying Wikipedia pages. Okay. So I was like, well, maybe I can either do this or I could at least get an idea. So I clicked on it and I was reading through and like the second one was exploding head syndrome. And I was like, 
okay, why is that terrifying? You know, so terrifying. Yeah. And the picture that was on this, you know, under the exploding head syndrome page had a picture of a, a normal guy and he looked kind of sweaty. And, and then the next picture was like a, a picture of his head exploding. Okay. So I was like, okay. So I clicked on it and I looked at the Wikipedia page and it literally was exploding head syndrome, which is where most likely you're asleep and you hear something super loud. You know, that's what it is. Yeah. So it kind of made me really sad that people think that it's actually exploding. Well, you can't, yeah, you can't believe, because Wikipedia, isn't that like nor just anyone can put in a yes they can edit it but but that was the thing nobody it was the real exploding head syndrome thing which yeah is not your head exploding yeah so i really think that people are very confused about that oh. so i wanted to bring that up <laughs> um but yeah, this was on Ranker, so I was very sad huh. about that. And it was like, sh- they literally thought that your head exploded. Um, well, if that was the case, I would not be here. I would be dead. Yes, I would be dead like, a couple times. Yeah, a lot, actually. So, we are not ghosts. <laughs> ghouls Night Out is not... We are ghouls, but we're not ghosts. <laughs> so, I wanted to bring that up. Um, so, I have just some strange and creepy stories... First one, I'm curious if anyone else has had this happen. Years ago, my then wife and I would run into the same woman everywhere we went. And I mean everywhere we went. This was went on for about a year. Go to the grocery store, she would be there shopping. Starbucks, yep, sitting right behind us. Walking around the mall, she would pass us walking the other direction. Movie theater, she'd be behind us in line getting popcorn. The creepiest encounter was while driving on the freeway, my wife looked to the car next to us and screamed. Yep, it was her. She was always alone, never talked to us, and always made eye contact. She had a very unique appearance. She was very tall, very thin, and had a very t- had very tight skin on her face. It was so unusual, we joked that an alien was studying us. Ooh, that, that gave me chills. I got chills too. Oh my gosh, that's so weird. What would you do if you saw the same person all know. the time? Especially like me, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. So if I saw that, oh my gosh, that's creepy. I'd probably end up one day being like, what? <laughs> Why <laughs> are you following me? And she always made eye contact? Yeah. Ugh. Weird. Okay. Next one. It was years ago when I was about 17. I had gotten home from school and wasn't feeling well, so I spent the rest of the day just lying on the couch. By about 8 p.m., I was feeling even worse and decided I should just go to sleep, whatever it was, off. So I go to my room. Does that make sense? I should just try to sleep whatever it is off. So I go to my room and get in bed and pass out pretty quickly. I don't know how long I was asleep, but I suddenly woke up in my pitch-black bedroom And all I could think was, I'm going to die right now. My body was so weak and the room was spinning and my body felt like it was on fire. I look over to the edge of my bed and sitting on the edge is my grandmother, who had just died a few months ago. She pats my arms and said, it's going to be okay, just call dad. So I started calling for him and it felt like eternity, but he finally burst through my door and asked what was wrong. I look over and my grandmother is gone. 
After that, he gets me up and takes me to the ER, where I have a fever of 106, which explains a lot. I had to get a ton of fluids and a shot in my hip, but I eventually felt okay-ish. Her being there felt so real that I sort of, it sort of messed me up a little. I loved her dearly, and her death was very sudden. We kept her ashes in a nice urn in the house under a painting she had done of herself. When I got home and passed by, I said thanks to her. I know it was the fever melting my brain and maybe some sleep paralysis, but it still made me question the afterlife and those sorts of things. I don't think that's what... I think it was her. I think it was her. She's, She's like, like, get somebody yeah, you now. Need, you've got a fever, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. About seven years ago, I was at my mom's house. I live next door, and this white car pulls into the driveway. We weren't expecting anyone, so I assumed they were lost and needed directions, so I went to the door. A white woman in her 50s or 60s got out, along with a 9 or 10-year-old black girl. Surprised me because I expected the kid to stay in the car if they just needed directions. I open the door and the woman kind of nudges the girl towards me, both with big smiles on their faces. I said, hi, what can I help you with? She asked if I was Baggy Raccoon, and I said yes. I think they put their username instead of their real name, but they oh. asked if, like, are you Sharon or okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, she told me they went to the neighbor's house looking for me and they pointed her house out. They just kind of stared at me expectantly, like I was supposed to know the girl and be happy to see her. When I didn't react, the woman told me they were here to see the dentist. Uh, no dentists here. Small ranch-style house in a fairly rural neighborhood. Nope, no dentists here. Not anywhere near us. The woman said the girl just kept smiling. They didn't look confused. They were just saying, are you sure? Finally, they left, and later I asked the neighbor who directed them to our house, and she said she never told the woman my name, that the woman asked for me specifically. It's always kind of haunted me. I really like that, I really feel like I was supposed to know that girl. Like, if I was a guy, this would be someone introducing me to a kid I didn't know. I honestly started wondering if I was nuts and had given up a child for adoption. It was that strange of a feeling. My mom firmly believes the girl will come back someday and tell me what it was about, and I think about it frequently. Drives me insane to wonder what they really wanted. Why didn't they say what they wanted when they were there? Exactly. Like, what, did they just leave? That's weird. It is weird. What the fuck? I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. I, yeah, weird. That's, I don't like that story. <laughs> that would drive me nuts. Yeah. This one's kind of crazy. I burnt about 10 filing cabinets full of papers for my high school friend's dad for less than minimum wage back in 2004. Literally millions of lines of words, maybe even million pages or so, uh, just tossing them into a barrel and burning them. After a few hours, I victoriously tossed in the last folder and a little sprite of flame shoots out and a singed fortune cookie looking piece of paper floats to the ground in front of me with the words only what burns does not return Ooh. i still don't know what the fuck it probably was just astronomical huh isn't that weird that's interesting <laughs> next one my grandfather had been in world war ii and told us about himself and a few other soldiers who had been separated from his unit and were trying to get to Normandy. They had gone through a clearing in a wooded area, but had dropped when they heard something approaching. They were on their bellies in the low grass when they saw 20 to 30 German soldiers running across the clearing 
uh, clearly in a state of panic. Then they just froze in mid-step. He said they resembled statues and that some weren't even touching the ground and that there, were no, there was no noise whatsoever, even the birds had gone silent. After a few seconds came a loud noise like metal scraping on concrete and the, sol the frozen soldiers started to become blurry to the point at which they vanished without a trace. This had been reported by all the soldiers that were present and all were called into the war office in London after their return to the UK where they were pressed on what they saw over the period of a few days and were taken back to the same spot in France shortly after the war had ended. Surprisingly, when they got there, there were other men sharing the same accommodation who reported similar occurrences in the exact same area. They were all taken to the woods and had to describe where and how the events took place. My granddad had said that the entire area was guarded heavily and that part of the ground was heavily excavated. The strangest thing of all was that there were hundreds of dogs in the area just milling around for no apparent reason. They returned to the UK with a gag order ordering them to never speak of this again. He went back to the same spot in France before he died in 1985 and said that the area had been covered with unmarked warehouses and was guarded by an unusually professional security company. He reckoned they were military. I've tried to find out more about this but can't find any records of it. But I do remember one of the guys who he was with that day. He used to come and visit sometimes and refer to the place as the Splintered Woods. Ooh. That's creepy. That is creepy. I wonder what it was. I don't know. And so many, like, you know, people saying the same thing yeah. and people not in their unit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, next one. Every once in a while at my desk at work, I hear breathing in my left ear. Yeah. There's a wall behind me, a window to my left, but you can't hear any outside noise. I don't feel a breeze or anything. I just hear it. It's a peace, peaceful and sad like sigh. My first thought was the air conditioning, but it's such a clear sound that just cuts through everything as it's coming from as if it's coming from a whole different world to the general office noise. It's very definitely only in my left ear and I never hear it anywhere else. Every time it kicks in, I very calmly get up and leave from my desk for about five minutes and then come back and it's gone. Hmm. Very weird. Yeah. This one's kind of long. Bear with me. I used to visit my grandparents' house with my father every Sunday. A very odd family lived a few houses down. They had a massive property in the, in the middle of old Pasadena. The house had three stories, a basement, and a huge backyard. I was introduced to a little girl that lived in the house at some birthday party. We would sit on the side of the house and look for four-leaf clovers. She told me she liked to play in the backyard barn, but nobody was allowed to go back there anymore. She promised there were tons of animals there, and I loved animals, so of course I wanted to go. She said they had to be very quiet and fast, but she would show it to me. We had to follow this little trail maybe a quarter of a mile behind the house. There was a ton of foliage around the trail, and there was a barn back there. It was a massive and really something you would see out of a movie. She said it had been in the family for a long time, but the barn looked pristine. When we approached it, she said it had, we had to be very quiet and that we couldn't go inside. We started playing around the barn, but not directly next to it. I started looking for clovers again while, uh, for a while before I remembered she mentioned animals. 
When I asked if we could go see them, she scrunched up her face and got up. I didn't say anything, but I did get up and start walking towards the barn. The grass was overgrown right up against the barn, which didn't really make any sense because it looked brand new. The rest of the area was cleared. Um, the grass was only overgrown up near the barn. She started digging through the grass like she was looking for something. She wouldn't tell me what. The longer I stood next to the barn, the more uncomfortable I got. I felt like we were somewhere we weren't supposed to be and became a little distracted and started looking around for parents or some adult to jump out and scold us. When I turned again, there was a pile of bones sitting on the ground. I looked up at her and she said she was holding a very small skull in her hands. It looked like it would have belonged to a sheep, but way, way smaller. She leaned in and whispered, this is why we can't play back here. My mommy said he doesn't like animals anymore. I'm not sure why I wasn't freaked out. Once I noticed the bones, I could see them scattered all through the grass. Her, we heard her mom call for us and ran back. It wasn't until a year later or so at another birthday party that I was in that backyard again. I asked her mom if we could go play with play by the barn. She looked at me like I like she had seen an alien. She said there had never been a barn. The trail it uh, the trail to it just disappeared. There were big trees there and everything. Something weird happened with the adults after that, and I wasn't allowed to go to their house anymore. I have no idea what happened. It was very creepy. I'm fairly certain I had, I had an overactive imagination as a child and dreamed it all up. I asked my father a few years back if he had ever seen that neighbor's barn. He had no idea what I was talking about. Why would there be a barn in the middle of a big city? Hmm. That's interesting. It's very weird. Yeah. Who was the little girl she was talking to? Um, so, uh, She said a strange family that lived down the street. Oh. So I don't know if it was her, that gr little girl lived at that house where she thought she saw a barn, but I don't know. Hmm. Weird, though. <clears throat> Next one. I have two wireless mouses, one for a work laptop and one for my personal laptop. When I let things get messy, I usually just stack one laptop on top of the closed one underneath with both mouses near the mouse pad. So I get a call from work saying I need to hop online. I open the work laptop, grab the mouse, and start working on my por uh, opening my work portal. I open email, do my usual routine, everything works fine. Then I realize that I'm using the mouse connected to my personal laptop and not my work laptop. I shake the mouse, no response. It stopped working once I realized that it shouldn't be working. Ever since then, I found it hard to believe that we don't live in some sort of simulation. Mm. Isn't that weird? That's interesting. That is like what the, like she realized it, and all of a sudden yeah. it stopped. Oh my gosh, that is creepy. Okay, I got another little uh, lengthy one here. So, when I was fifteen, I was home alone, hanging out upstairs in my bedroom. At the time, we had two small dogs. I was sitting in my room watching TV when the dogs started going crazy barking downstairs. It wasn't uncommon for them to bark when a person walked by or came to the door, so I just stayed in my room and thought nothing of it at first. They kept barking nonstop for probably about 10 minutes before I finally got fed up and decided to go downstairs to tell them to stop it. The stairs in my house led into the kitchen. As soon as I reached the bottom, I saw him. A very tall man in a pea jacket and a top hat standing in the doorway between my kitchen and dining room. I could see no face. 
I bolted back upstairs and locked myself in the bathroom where I called my parents. In the time I was waiting for them to come home, I began hearing several seemingly aggravated male voices outside the bathroom door. I was absolutely terrified. Eventually, my aunt arrived at my house to check on me. The voices faded and I was able to calm down. I think that's it. (laughs) I think that was it. (laughs) I think this is the next one. Uh, About two years ago, I got a phone call from my mother telling me that she had been reading the local very small town paper and there was an article in it about my childhood home written by the town historian. The house built in 1805 had once been a local gathering spot for the elite of the small village. The first floor, now the kitchen, dining room, and living room, had once been a parlor and a tavern of sorts, while the second floor of the house functioned as a dance hall. Things in the house had been rearranged a bit, the staircase uh, being one of those things, had been moved from what was now the second floor bedroom closet, which would exit downstairs between the kitchen and the dining room. My family was slightly aware of this, but never had the exact details of it. Very cool, I thought, until my mom continued reading. In 1836, there was an accident. Three men got into an argument about their differing political views, two of them against the other. The disagreement ended with the third man being pushed over the railing on the top of the stairs, landing at the base of of the stairs where he slowly suffered from and eventually succumbed to his injuries. The spot where he died was the exact same spot I had seen the faceless man at the top hat (laughs) almost 15 years ago. That was the same story. Yes, it was. (laughs) My mom clipped the news article and my my father framed it and hung it in the dining room right near the doorway into the kitchen. An hour later, my father was home alone when he heard a crash. Upon investigation, he found the clipped article in in its shattered frame, laying face down 15 feet from where he hung it. (laughs) Not free. Feet. (laughs) I always knew that I had seen and heard what I had seen and heard was supernatural. Now you'll never convince me otherwise. You'll also never convince me to stay in that house alone again. Hmm. Wonder why he didn't have a face. I don't know. That's creepy. That is creepy. Now I wonder. Maybe that means they're residual. If you can't see like distinct fi- uh, features or something. I don't know. And this is my last one. <laughs> this is horrible. I was camping with my family on summer break when I was a kid. The first night we heard something rustling off in the distance, so my dad went to go check it out. He came back and said he found an old dirty sleeping bag with a bunch of trash around it. I took this as him implying that it could have been a camp that got ransacked by a curious bear. We've we'd heard mu- bleh, we've heard movement in the trees. <laughs> in the tree line for the next couple of nights and it scared the shit out of me. The last night we were there, I had a nightmare that a bear had made it into my tent and was licking and biting my feet. I woke up from the dream and shined my light, my watch light into the dirt uh, into the dirt covered wrinkly face of an elderly man. <laughs> what? He was sucking on my toes. <gasps> And he immediately exited my tent and took off right after we made eye contact. Ew. I still don't know if it was my imagination or not. All of these years later, I never told anyone and I still have nightmares. Uh, oh my God. Oh die. my God. I would die. I would die. Oh my God. That I'd is be kicking horrifying. him in the face for one. Uh, oh my God. I would die. That's gross. 
gross. That is disgusting. Oh my gosh. Horrible. Those were mine. Okay. <laughs> well, we definitely need the witty wrap up yeah! after that. Yes, we do. Because that was nasty. Yes. <laughs> These are just funny, true funny stories. Okay. These new, new, nah. Oh my gosh, that's what I was doing. <laughs> These newspaper editors stand corrected from the Silver City, New Mexico Daily Press. Due to technical difficulties, Tuesday's page 7 was inadvertently left out and replaced with Monday's page 7. Today, page 5 will feature today Tuesday's front page, while page 6 will be the correct page 7 for Tuesday. What? <laughs> what? Who would write that? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> The local market has a bin where employees keep returned items. The bin is labeled spoils. I never thought about it until one afternoon I heard an announcement over the loudspeaker. Victor to the spoils, thank you. (laughs) That's funny. It was an absolutely crazy evening at our emergency clinic. The doctor on duty was being bombarded with questions, given forms to fill out, and even asked for his dinner order. I was in the next room cleaning up a sutured wound when I realized the doctor hadn't given instructions for a bandage. What kind of dressing do you want on that? I shouted through the door. Ranch, he yelled back. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. I know. That's hilarious. (laughs) For some reason, the bookstore clerk couldn't get the computer to recognize my preferred customer card. Peering over her shoulder at the screen, I said, There's part of the problem. It shows my birth date is 12-31-1899. That's right, my husband chimed in. She was born in June, not December. (laughs) (laughs) At 82 years old, my husband applied for his first passport. He was told he would need a birth certificate, but his birth had never been officially registered. When he explained his dilemma to the passport agent, the response was less than helpful. It's all right, the agent said. Just bring a notarized affidavit from the doctor who delivered you. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, let me track him down, what, 40 years later? Who's dead? What are you talking about? Oh, my God. That sucks. Short and baby-faced, my buddy Wiggins had trouble being taken seriously in the army. A mustache, he assumed, would fix that. He was wrong. Wiggins, bellowed our our drill sergeant after spotting the growth (laughs) during inspection. What's so special about your nose that it's not going, that it's got to be underlined? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. While my husband was stationed overseas, our four-year-old daughter decided that she needed a baby brother. Good idea, I told her. But don't you think you should wait till your father's home? She had a better idea. Why don't we just surprise him? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That would not be good. (laughs) During basic training, our drill sergeant asked all Jewish personnel to make themselves known. Six of us tentatively raised our hands. Much to our relief, we were given the day off for Rosh Rosh Hashanah. A few days later, in anticipation of Yom Kippur, Kippur, 
I don't think that's how you say that. Yeah, I think that's Yom right. Kippur. I think so. Okay. I think it's Kippur. Kippur. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. It's not Purr. We're not <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> the sergeant again asked for all Jewish personnel to identify themselves. This time, every soldier raised his hand. <laughs> Only those who are Jewish, Jewish last week can be Jewish this week, declared the sergeant. <laughs> that's hilarious. I fuck you, I'm in jail. <laughs> Just before I was deployed to Iraq, I sat with I sat my eight year old son down and broke the news to him. I'm going to be away for a long time, I told him. I'm going to Iraq. Why? he asked. Don't you know there's a war going on over there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how cute. Aww. When I worked as a medical intern in a hospital, one of my patients was an elderly man with a thick accent. It took a while before I understood that he had no health insurance. Since he was a World War II vet, I had him transported to a VA hospital where he'd be eligible for benefits. The next day, my patient was back, along with this note from the VA admitting, admitting nurse. Right war, wrong side. Oh, what? I don't know. Right war, wrong side? Oh, he had a thick accent. He wasn't. Oh. Uh, Oops. (laughs) (laughs) And my last one. Few people outside the military know that a quartermaster, what a quartermaster does. So during my aircraft carrier's family day, I demonstrated a procedure called semaphore. I grabbed my flags and signaled an imaginary boat. When finished, I pointed to a little girl in front and asked, Do you know that? Do you know what I do? Yes, she answered. You're a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he deflated a little after that. <laughs> That's funny. Was that it? That was it. All right. That's all well, I got. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. You can leave reviews. Look us up on Facebook. You can join the group. Uh, email your stories. We we need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you next week. Later. Bye.